Hi, welcome to the Bucko Fever Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Charlie Franson. Uh, appreciate you tuning in today. Um, I appreciate everybody that's tuned in to any of these episodes. Um, trying to get back on track. Basically, just waiting for baseball to start doing stuff. Um, you know, the, the big league club has been stagnant. Like, all the moves have been stagnant for for months. Um, you know, hoping that gets resolved at some point. I don't think it's happening you know, anytime soon. Um but they are talking. So, um, in the meantime, since there's nothing going on at the big league level, I'm going to talk about prospects. Um, and we're going to take a look at the official Bucko Fever podcast, Top 10 Prospects. Um, I don't have any cool sound effects, but if I did, I would have plugged them in there. But, you know, just imagine there were fireworks or something going off in the background. But anyway, uh, so take a look at the top 10 guys. Um, you know, the guys who I really like, the guys who I feel, you know, are, you know, pretty big parts of this team's future. Um, and, um, outside of the top 10, look at some guys who, uh, I think could have, uh, a good, um, you know, a really good year this year and a good opportunity to take another jump forward. Um, guys outside of that top 10, um, and guys that, you know, maybe they had a, a big step forward last year and I'm looking to see what they do this year to see if that, um, you know, to, to hope, hopefully prove that it wasn't a fluke and that they are actually, uh, you know, pretty solid prospects. So, um, before we take a look at any of that and talk about the prospects, let's have a message from anchor. So, I'm gonna today. I'm gonna talk about the my top ten prospects. Um, I don't go outside of ten because I feel like at that point it's nice, like it's cool to see lists. I'm a list guy, um, but also you're splitting hairs at that point. And I think a lot of it too here with the the, the top ten that I'm gonna uh, throw out here to y'all is also splitting hairs. Like it's. You know, there's a couple, there's a couple guys like the, the, my top five who I feel are you know pretty f- close to being you know big league ready or have the talent to kind of put them you know you know head and shoulders above um, the other guys. But like really, it you, know, it, you can you a lot of these are going to be interchangeable. Like you could flip, uh, swap them out for. Um, you know, switch seven and eight and or nine or 10 or whatever. Um, but it's just a fun little exercise. I like looking at the future. Um, I like trying to, you know, I think there's a lot to be positive about here um, with the Pirates minor league system. Will they all become superstars? No. And I know that. And everybody knows that. I hate when people remind, try to remind fans or remind people of that. It, it, it's not... It's common knowledge, um, but the fact that they have this depth um, is exciting. And so, to start it off, let's start with my my number ten prospect. Um, at number ten, I'm looking at Carmen Majinski, a uh, right-hander. Uh, last year, you know, he saw. Um, he saw a lot of action, you know, between 
um, in Greensboro, and he got a little two-inning look there in Indy. Um, the numbers are pretty good on Majinski. Uh, I think the key to him, just like with any pitcher, is to you know stay on the mound, stay healthy. Um, but you know, he he for Greensboro, you know, he pitched fifty and a thirds in fifty and a third innings, um, gave up forty-five hits, um, seven home runs, seven, not. Um, not a crazy number there. Um, exactly what he, um, you know, you would expect him to do, I guess. Um, but this is his first, our first look at him. You know, last year was our first look. So, um, you know, held opponents to a 241 average overall, 237 there in Greensboro. Um, 20 walks, 64Ks. Uh, that's. That's pretty good. Uh, 1.29 whip. Um, like what I see. The RA, 393. That's solid. I mean, anything below four um, is is good. Um, you know, he, he didn't have very many bad outings. Um, that's the one thing, you know, you can say about, um, about Majinski. He just... Um, he profiles well, you know, is a mid, my, my opinion, middle of the rotation guy, um, you know, good fastball, um, you know, mid to upper nineties, um, you know, the sliders pretty, uh, pretty nasty at times. His commands, you know, was an issue for him in the past, but it wasn't too bad this year. I, I don't think in, in my opinion, um, I like Majinski. 22 years old. Um, he'll be 23 this month. Um, but I think, you know, I think Majinski probably ends up in Altoona. And I am really excited for this um, this Altoona rotation. Like, Altoona is the team that is closest to me and the team I get to see the most of. Um, you know, living, you know, in the Harrisburg area, you know, they play the Senators. Um and I try to go to as many games as I possibly can, uh, hopefully a whole series. Uh, and I try to go to Altoona, um, you know, as often as I can, uh, you know. So, Carmen Majinski is my number 10 prospect. Um, my number 9 prospect, I'm going to go with my first high schooler, or not high schooler, my first draft pick from last year's draft. He went because he was a high schooler um, in Bubba Chandler. And I have a hard time kind of like inserting these guys in top 10. Um, normally just because of how unproven they are, I like to stick to guys that are, are closer, but um, these guys are exciting. Um, you know, Bubba Chandler, Plays both ways, um, you know, pitches and hits. Um, I I think he'll. I don't I don't know. Like it's hard to really pinpoint what they're going to do with him. Are they how how long are they going to let him continue continue to do both? Um, I think that's the key with Chandler. I mean, Chandler's athletic enough. Obviously, you don't play. You don't get recruited by Clemson. You know, to be a quarterback. Um, if you're not very athletic. Um, so, you know, is he an Otani? Probably not, but, um, Hey, 
you know, if they can, he, if they can get him um, to do both and be productive at both, maybe he's not an everyday shortstop, um, you know, but kind of cool to have that, that guy that you can put out there uh, periodically to, to play, um, to play the field and, and hit. Like, that's the thing. He's got some pop. Um, again, super underdeveloped. Like, we're not sure exactly, you know, what the big plan is with him and what they'll see. But it's intriguing. Like, you know, to get somebody like this in the organization um, is always a, a plus. Um, you know, I, I think that he probably, you know, he's going to be a better pitcher than hitter. Um, but like he, he's exciting and the, to be able to get him when they got him, um, there in the third round, um, you know, having that money available to, to pay him, um, to convince him to quit football at Clemson. Um, that was a pretty huge get for, uh, Ben Charrington and, and the pirates. So, um, he's my number nine prospect. We'll see what he does this year when we actually, you know, if we get to see uh, him out there, you know, on the field, um, you know, in competitive situations. And, you know, number eight behind him or in front of him, I guess, um, I'm going Michael Burroughs. I like Michael Burroughs. Uh, I'm excited again to see to see him pitch this year as I think he'll probably be in Altoona um, for Greensboro last year in 13 starts, um, two and two, 2.20 ERA, uh, 49 innings pitched, only gave up three home runs. And that's, that's a good number. Um, you know, 24 hits held opponents to a 143 average, a 0. 0.90 whip, um, you know, only walked 20 guys struck out 66. Uh, those are, those are good numbers. Um, you know, Burroughs, he's uh, 22. He'll be 23, you know, in uh, November. 11th round pick. One of those guys that you, high school kids that uh, Neil Huntington always loved to, to grab in that 11th round and you know, pay them that, that over slot money to, to get to uh, decommit from, you know, whatever college uh, they had committed to. And I think he was UConn, I believe. Um, but he's got an, a, a great fastball, um, a really good curve, sits in that upper 90s with that fastball. It's got some life to it. Um, you know, get another pitch in him. I get, you know, develop that change a little more. Um see some some good stuff from him and like I said Mick put him in starting with that rotation there in Altoona for this year looking at him and Majinski um that's a great place to start um but uh, I, I would definitely I definitely like what I've seen out of Burroughs I think you know he really um, solidified himself as a, a top prospect this past year um you know with what he did in in Greensboro so I have him at my number eight and um yeah I like um I like what I've seen from him so far. So at number seven on my top ten list here, um I'm going with Anthony Solometto. And he's a guy that I'm really intrigued to see pitch. Just watching videos of him, 
that delivery is bananas. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's one of those things you don't know how he does it or is able to have, like, the success that he, he is, he's had, um, you know, as a high schooler. Um, but I'm, I'm curious to see, like, what he does. I, you know, as a big left-handy, left-handy, left-handed um, pitcher, um, you know, 6'5", 220, that's a, that's a big, big guy. Um, and, you know, the comps are always, you know, Madison Bumgarner or, um, you know, guys like that. I'll take it. Um, and, you know, with what he's, um, you know, fastball sits in like the mid-90s. Um, he seems to have really good command um, of that pitch. Um, you know, he does have some breaking, uh, a breaking ball. Um, all of this stuff, it, it's all, it all remains to be seen what he can do against uh, professional hitters. Um, you know, he, you know, assuming, you know, he'll start, you know, low along with, you know, Chandler uh, this year. Um, he's a guy to watch. Um, you know, I don't know what, um, you know, I, I think like if you can get him, um, you know, in the mix here, getting a, a big lefty, um, you know, that's a huge get. You know, I, when they drafted him, didn't know much about him. Um, you know, he was one of the, one of those guys they, they got because I think they knew that, you know, he wasn't going to be the most expensive guy there um, in the in the second. And then they could spread the wealth, um, you know, by getting guys like, uh, you know, like Chandler, Lonnie White, being able to, to talk him out of going to Penn State. Um, you know, I think it was just a really good move to get him. And, you know, the the potential's there, hot, really high ceiling. Um, but again, very, very young, 19 years old, uh, still, jury's still out, but again, love the potential, love the size, love the stuff, <laughs> that delivery, um, so we'll see. Now, a guy we have seen a little bit of, um, is at number six, um, Leo Verpiguero. Piguero is kind of polarizing. Um, you know, I, I noticed like on social media, you know, when the, when the pirates were looking at, um, you know, potentially, you know, who, who are they going to protect from the rule five? You know, Piguero's name was mentioned. Um, there were people that thought maybe they would not protect him, which I thought was, would have been a, a, a potentially huge mistake, um, but they did. Um, last year for Baguero, played in 90 games, um, you know, there in Greensboro. Um, he did pretty well overall. Um, 100, 101 hits in the 374 bats. Gave himself an average of 270. Struck out quite a bit. 105 strikeouts, 33 walks, um, but he did have 14 home runs, um, stole 28 bases. So he's got some pop. He's got some speed. Um, defensively, he's pretty solid. Uh, I, 
you know, I, I like Pagaro. I thought that was a, a great, um, a great get. Uh, you know, when they were able to require him for um, in the Mar- Starling Marte deal, uh, him and Brennan Malone. Um, but I, I think Pagaro is the shortstop of the future. I really do. I think his athleticism, um, his speed, um, you know, makes him you know the the perfect guy to have there at short. Um, you know, the pop. Um, and hey, I'll take somebody if he hitting 270, but you know, the power's up there at 15, 25, um, home runs somewhere in there. I'll take it. Um, and like I said, even the speed, you know, getting, you know, if he can get on base a little more, um, you know, whether it be, you know, through walks or, you know, just, you know, not striking out as much and that will come. I mean, he's just 21 years old. Um, just turned 21 the end of December. So he's still a really young guy with a lot of potential and a lot of time in his left in his development. Um, let's see where he goes. Uh, but again, I like Pagaro a lot. I f- the fact that he is my number six prospect on this list, I think, really speaks um, to how deep um, the, the Pirates are. Um, you know, because... You know, he could easily, you know, years ago been, you know, top three, top two, top. <laughs> but, you know, due to the depth, number six is still pretty good. Um, number five, for me, Ronsi Contreras. Um, I got to see Ronsi pitch um, last year live, um, you know, when he was, you know, in Altoona. Um and it was it was early on in the season. He didn't have his best stuff that night, but it was still pretty good, and you know was still able to pull out a win there. Um, you know, last year for him, pitched in you know Altoona, one little start in in Indy. Um, just looking at Altoona, twelve games, two sixty five ERA. Uh, That's pretty solid. 54 and a third innings. Gave up 37 hits, five home runs. Uh, only walked 12 guys. And that's one of the things that's really impressed me with Contreras is, is, is his control. Um, he, doesn't, he doesn't walk um, a ton of guys. Um, 76 Ks, he was mowing them down. Um, you know, 185 average against him um, and a .9 e, uh, whip there in Altoona. Um, in Indy, in his one start, gave up a few more hits in three and two-thirds innings. Um, but he really, he only walked one guy, struck out six. Um, but he did get a call up to the big leagues, and that was fun. Um, you know, when you, when you get to see these prospects come up. And he was relatively successful. You know, three innings pitched, three hits, a walk, four Ks. Pretty solid debut from him. So, um, I think... We'll see Contreras in this in the Pirates rotation this year. This is the first guy that I've talked about that I really believe will find his way to Pittsburgh this year. Will he start the season there? I don't think he will. Um, you know, he didn't. He pitched in one game in AAA. Um, I I'm a fan of um, what Ben Charrington did with getting those guys from 
double A and promoting them to triple A quickly. Um, but he still needs some more time. Um, he's still relatively young. He's 22. Um, he won't be 23 until November. So give him a few starts there. I'm sure there's going to be opportunities for him in Pittsburgh, whether it be, you know, due to injury or perform or, you know, performance. Um, I think, you know, before the season's done, I think Contreras will definitely be a part of the Pirates rotation. Um, and, you know, not just this year, but for the, for the foreseeable future. I, I really like this kid. Um, what a, what a great get, you know, by um, Ben Charrington. And, you know, with that, with that deal, um, you know, for, for Tyon, you know, being able to pull in what he did, it was, you know, Contreras, it's been pretty impressive. The other pieces look good too. So, but I, I like Contreras um, a lot. Um, I really, you know, he took a big jump forward, um, you know, once he came to the, the organization and, and I think he'll continue to grow um, and just get better, which is, you know, ideal. Um, my number four prospect, um, another guy who we got to see a little bit of last year, uh, O'Neill Cruz. Um, I like O'Neill Cruz. I was been able to see him in uh, Altoona, and it's fun to watch. Um, it's a big, lanky, long swing. Um, could cause problems, you know, with strikeouts. Um, but, uh, you know, I, um, I, I like Cruz. Um, he's kind of polarizing too. Um, there's a lot of people that don't see the potential there or, you know, don't, don't buy into the hype, but I mean, he's got pop. Um, He's still young. Um, you know, I, I, it's the one thing I, I, when you look at these guys, the fact that they're still, you know, how, you know, where they are, he's only 23. He'll most likely start the year in Indy. Um, but I mean, look last year for him in Altoona, um, 62 games. He hit 292, 12 home runs. Um, walked 20 times, struck out 64 times, uh, and that's over a span of 250 at-bats. So K is a little high, um, but, you know, hopefully he can, you know, continue to work that out. They, you know, his, his strikeouts, um, kind of where they've been sitting. So that's pretty much kind of his, been his MO um, in his development. Um, but I think we'll see, I think we'll see Cruz this year. Uh, where on the field, I don't know, maybe shortstop. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of, of, of guys up with the pirates or, you know, on the big league roster that, uh, you know, have potential. I don't think they're as electric as Cruz can be. Um, you know, Cruz played and, you know, got up to triple a last year, 11 games, um, I'm sorry, six game games, hit five home runs. I mean, the pop's there. Um, you know, I, I want to see what he can do with a sustained stint there in Indy. 
Um, the fact that we got to see him in Pittsburgh was a lot of fun. Um, you know, two games, nine at bats. You know, he he hit three thirty three with a home run. Um, struck out four times. So again, the K's are always going to be a thing with him. It's just, you know, what else can he, can he do, you know, in between? And then that is, you know, if you just make contact, um, you know, he has the strength to, to drive some balls. Um, so, I mean, I, 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 I like Cruz. I don't see him like, you know, like everybody else, I don't necessarily see him sticking to shortstop. I think he'll he'll make his way to the outfield at some point, which would be, um, you know, pretty cool considering like what the Pirates have um, in the outfield. They don't have any like super exciting prospects. Um, they have some guys that, you know, could be good, um, but you know, get him out there with with Brian Reynolds and you know whoever else. Um, you know, this year, he, I mean, you know, Gamble, um, you know, I, I think he'll be around for a while, you know, as long as he, you know, keeps those K's where they are now and doesn't get a whole lot, um, doesn't see a, you know, an increase in strikeouts. Um, I, I think he's, uh, he's going to be a, a staple, um, for the Pirates and I, I like watching him play. He, um, he's, he, just that big dude, um, that big swing is fun to watch. So my next three are guys that are a little farther away. They're getting closer. Um, I think they'll probably start um, the year in um, Altoona, which, again, Altoona is going to be so much fun to watch. Like, they were fun last year. Um, you know, this year they're they're even – they're going to be even more fun – um, but my number three guy is Nick Gonzalez. Um, and I get some of the knocks on Nick Gonzalez, you know, he struck out a lot. Um, but this was first year really of, of pro baseball. So, um, in 80 games, he ended up hitting 302, um, with 18 home runs, drove in 54, walked 40 times, struck out 101, um, you know, K's a little high, but all in all, Nick Gonzalez had a really good year. Um, he's only 22. He'll be 23 before this season starts. Um, but, I mean, he's he, he's got all the tools. Um, I, I love thinking about him. They're at second base. They're at PNC Park. Um, you know, with Peguera there, it's short and... Um, you know, I, I think, you know, he'll start the year in Altoona. I, we might see him this year. I doubt it. Um, but I don't think there's any reason why you can't, um, you know, we won't see Nick Gonzalez in, in, in a Pirates uniform in 2023. Um, you know, if he hits in double A, like kind of like what Cruz did, um, you know, maybe they get a little aggressive and bring him up towards the end of the year. Um. I think that's sometimes, you know, fan service, you know, get these big prospects up there so people can actually see them. And, um, but I, I like Nick Gonzalez a lot. Um, you know, the pops there hits pretty well. Get, if he can get those K's down, um, you know, that's, 
going to be the key to like where his ceiling really is. Um, but hey, I'll take a shortstop or I'm sorry, second baseman that hits 300 with, you know, 18 to 25 home runs. Um, you know, I'll take with with decent defense. I'll take that every any day. Um, so, you know, I'm real excited to see what he does. Real excited to see him play in person. Um, so, you know, Nick Gonzalez is my my number three prospect and then you know my number two again there's another guy that should end up in Altoona um just 21 years old you know 2019 first round pick Quinn Priester um when Priester is on he is just filthy um, you know, last year in 20 games with Greensboro, um, seven and four record, 304 ERA, 97 and two thirds innings pitched. Um, you know, held opponents to a 225 batting average, whip 1.24, um, struck out 98, walked 39, um, gave up eight home runs. Um, but I mean, he, He's coming along, and, and the, the fact that he is just 21, um, won't be 22 until September, uh, you know, Priester could be like Contreras this year. If he if he's in Altoona and he totally dominates, um, you know, I, I think he could be in line for a late um, spot start, you know, like Contreras, you know, with the, like did last year and see Priester up with the Pirates, but like I mean, think about it. That's a three of my top ten guys that I've mentioned so far are going to be pitching for Altoona, and you know it would be my number two, my number six, I'm sorry, seven, and my number ten guy. I think all those guys will be in Altoona. And there are others. That Altoona rotation is could be could be a lot of fun to watch. Um, I don't think they're going to have any like normally you get a guy, you know, towards the back end of that rotation there in Double A that probably doesn't have a, a a real high ceiling or a real high future. You know, probably a bullpen guy. I don't think Daltoon is going to have that. I think we're looking at all legitimate starters, and I'll talk about that in a in a in a future episode. But um, but man, Quinn Priester, Quinn Priester looks good. Um, you know, six three two ten. I mean, he's got the build. He's got the stuff. Um, you know, if he can just you know, make sure that the command stays where it is and. Um, Man, the sky's the limit for him. I mean, he he has ace potential, and I don't like the word that term ace. <laughs> um, I don't think every to be successful you need that prototypical quote unquote ace. Um, but I think Quinn Priester could be the closest thing that the Pirates have in the system right now. Um, Contreras has that potential as well, but I think I think Priester, in my opinion. 
I think uh, for me, he projects a little bit higher than than Contreras. But man, just think about that. Like I, I expect Priester to be there in twenty twenty three. That rotation in twenty twenty three, you know, with you know Priester, maybe Burrows, um, maybe Majinski, um, you know, Contreras, uh, and who knows. Bryce Wilson, it could be anybody that's there right now, is you know. But those are like the back end guy, Mitch Keller, who I'm not going to get into right now. But you know, if he can, his bullpen sessions have looked great. Will that translate to on the to results on the field? I don't know, but if it does, man, it's going to get fun, guys. You know, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to get fun. Um, now again, on the other side of that, are all of them going to be good and be like, hit that ceiling, you know, at the same time, probably not. Um, but the fact that there's all those guys, it's exciting. So brings me to my number one prospect and it's pretty much everybody's number one prospect, um, and that's last year's first round pick, Henry Davis. Uh, I like this kid. Um, you know the fact that you're gonna you have a catcher with this type of ability. Um, when, when you know for years your your catching depth was nothing in the minor leagues, and now it's something. Um, you know it is it is something. Like the Ben Ben Sherrington did a great job of of uh, flushing the system with catching talent. Um, but Henry Davis, Henry Davis looks good. You know, a rookie ball played in seven or two games, seven at bats. Um, you know, he was, had three hits with a homer. Um, struck out twice in seven at bats. But like then in Greensboro, he got into six games. Um, Hit 263, you know, five hits, a uh, couple homers, four walks, which was nice because he didn't walk at all in his debut, uh, you know, in rookie ball, but um, an AK. So, I mean, I, I think, you know, he will, we'll see what he can do most likely in Greensboro. He is coming out of the college rank, so he is 22. He'll be 23 in September. Um, I wouldn't be shocked to see him get a little bit of an aggressive push to Altoona. Um, but again, we'll see. Um, you know, we've only got a little bit of, of a taste of what he can do. Um, I was impressed with it. You know, I, I think that, you know, what Ben Sherrington was able to do in the draft, you know, being able to get Davis number one overall, you know, that that skill set at that position definitely warranted that pick, uh, but then being able to not necessarily overspend on on somebody who maybe was younger or you know high school kid or somebody else that maybe had a higher um, ceiling in a lot of people's um, eyes, but uh, you know being able to save some money and get the other guys that they got, you know Bubba Chandler, if he had said he was definitely entering the draft. He's not there for the Pirates in the in the third round. He's gone way earlier than that. Um, Lonnie White, you know, same thing. If if the Pirates don't have that money to talk to 
to talk him out of going to, to Penn State. I mean, I mean, it was a, it was a again, great draft. I don't want to get too sidetracked with how great the draft was, but you know, again, Henry Davis, um, catcher of the future for the pirates. Um, the powers there, um, you know, not terrible, not like pretty good defensively, like, you know, just solid, just a very solid guy all around. So real excited to see, um, what he can do. I'm hoping he gets out tune at some point this year. Um, that could be pushing it, but I mean, it just kind of depends on how, how advanced he is. And a lot of scouts and a lot of people think he's pretty advanced. So, um, I don't think he'll start the year there, but I, I really hope that we'll see him in Altoona, um, you know, towards at some point during um, this upcoming season. So those are my top 10. You know, I'm looking at, you know, Davis one, Priester, Gonzalez, Cruz, Contreras, Pagueros, Solomedo, Burroughs, Chandler, and Majinski. Um, after that, there's a whole lot of, a whole lot of youth here. Um, a whole lot of guys that, we should see in that 2023 um, season at some point, probably, um, you know, depending on, you know, their development, um, a lot of them are after that. So um, a couple guys that I um, am really excited to, to see and excited to see how, how they develop going into this year. Um, one of my favorite guys from last year who, for me, just kind of missed the cut for my top 10. He'd be in my my top, I don't know, 15 or something. Um, I really like Andy Rodriguez. That kid's athletic. Um, you could keep him behind the plate. You can move him to center field. Um, this kid can play. Uh, you know, last year, 15 home runs um, in 377 at-bats um, for Bradenton. So we're looking at him and Henry Davis in Greensboro. I mean, that's a crazy combination. So I think we'll see him move out. Hit, you know, 294, 50, you know, 15 home runs. You know, gets the if he can get the Ks down a little bit more, uh, you know, 77 Ks in those uh, 377 at-bats. Um, not the worst, not the best, but... I think, you know, he could take another big leap forward. I'm excited to see um, what he can do. And then I I really want to see what Travis Swaggerty can do. And Swaggerty is, again, another polarizing guy. A lot of people think he's a, a bust. Um, he hasn't been on the field enough, in my opinion, to really formulate an idea of what he could be. Um, you know, missed pretty much all of last season with, with injury. Um, you know, 2020 with total lost year for him with development due to COVID. Um, I, I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, you know, get him in, in Indy, you know, get him up 
to the big leagues and just kind of kind of see where he is. Is he an all-star, perennial all-star? Who knows? Could, might not. Might just be a you know a fourth outfielder, an eight McLeod type, um, you know. But I, I really want to see what he can do. Um, I also am re- really interested to see what Matt Fraser can do. What that guy did last year um, was just absolutely impressive. Um, you know, there with Greensboro, 303 at bats. He hit 314 with 20 home runs. Um, you know, with Altoona and 132 at bats, he hit 288 with three home runs. Um, you know, the power went down a little bit there in Altoona, but again, that's a very small sample size. Um, you know, all in all for that season, you know, in 435 at bats, 23 home runs, struck out 108 times. So it's a little, it's up there a little bit, um, but 15 stolen bases hit 306. I'll take it. Um, I'm really excited to see what he can do. I hope it's not, uh, you know, uh, not a fluke. Um, but I really think that if he, if he can do what he did in Altoona, like if he over a sustained stretch again, probably in Altoona uh, to start the year, you know, get to Indy, you know, we're probably looking at maybe a Matt Frazier appearance in, in Pittsburgh at some point this year. Um, but I'm excited to see him um, and see what he can do. And then, you know, there's another guy just new to the organization. Um, He's got impressive stuff is Kyle Nicholas. uh, One of the guys that they, you know, pulled in from um, the Marlins. Um, I like it, you know, and last year, you know, he did make it to double a pitched and started eight games, two fifty two ERA. Um, 39 and a third innings pitch, walked 25, struck out 50, held opponents to 167 average with a 1.22 whip. Um, I think he's going to be another piece of that uh, Altoona rotation this year. Um, Just another guy to watch. So, you know, the, the, the Pirates have so much depth. Um, it's going to take probably a little bit of a hit maybe with the rule five, if, and when that happens this year. Um, some of the guys, you know, that they had to leave unprotected were, you know, Tanaj Thomas, um, Cal Mitchell, Mason Martin, um, you know, Omar Cruz, Cody Bolton, um, you know, those, some, one or more of those guys will get picked up. Um, the, the one I think could be pretty, who could likely go is Cody Bolton. Uh, I like Cody Bolton a lot. Um, it was a shame he lost all last year to injury. Um, if he had pitched last year, I really think he'd be on the, the big league roster on the 40 man so that he wouldn't be, you know, exposed to the, to the rule five. Um, it all kind of depends on where he is health wise. I think if a team takes a shot on him, um, but He's he's got really good stuff, so I'm hoping he doesn't go anywhere, um, you know. But you know, we'll see. Um, you know, it's 
we'll have baseball at some point, um, hopefully. But these are some guys, I mean, to, to keep an eye on. Uh, so follow, follow the minor leagues. You know, the big league team's going to be rough. <laughs> There's no sugarcoating it. It's going to be rough. Um, but just, you know, look at what's on the horizon. Um, and it's, it's just exciting. Um, you know, like I said, realistically, who knows how many of them will pan out, but I think we'll get more than what we had been getting, um, you know, with the pirates, uh, development, um, you know, in the past. Um, so hold on, hold on and, uh, just keep an eye on, on the, on the prospect pipeline. So that concludes our episode of the Buckle Fever podcast, looking at my top 10 prospects. Um, I, I'm no expert. I just kind of, um, you know, I, I think it's a lot of it is just, I mean, the, the difference between a lot of these guys um, split hairs. I mean, it's, they're all so good in their own way. Um, you know, it's, it's just a lot of fun to follow the pirates, um, you know, minor league system, um, at this time. And it's only getting better. I mean, there's guys that, you know, that will make jumps forward that I didn't talk about or don't appear on a lot of other, um, outlets, top 20, 30 prospect lists. I, I, I like Carter bins a lot, you know, but there's, there's guys like that, that, um, you know, I'm excited to see. So I just want to see some baseball basically at this point. Winter sucks. I'm tired of it being cold. Um, I want to see green grass and the dirt um, of a baseball field. The lines, I just want to see it. I want people, I want to see baseball again. Um, and I want to see these prospects um, play. And I want to, you know, see them develop and, and come up to the big league club. So, um, thanks for listening. Thanks for taking time out of your day to, to give me a listen. I appreciate it. Um, look me up on social media on Twitter at Bucko fever pod, um, Facebook, Bucko fever podcast. And of course, Bucko fever podcast.com. Um, I've got some articles started, um, to place on there. So hopefully that's, that starts happening soon. Um, but, Again, you know, I appreciate everybody listening and, you know, have a good one.